0: No you're not alone because I'm gonna make this place
1: your home. News Radio 840 WHS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sakoda, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you up until the top of the hour. And we're talking real estate Louisville in southern Indiana. We're recording this on Zoom because COVID continues and uh, hopefully sooner or later we don't have to say that anymore we get back in the studio with us Randy Rocky who's with Swan Financial six four five zero seven three six. we know he's busy because I keep sending him and my team keeps sending him business good morning Mr. Mm-hmm. Good, to see good morning you. Bob good morning also here a good friend and a lovely attorney and uh, quite frankly usually she works over at Limestone Title and Escrow. She was the former legal counsel for the Kentucky Real Estate Commission, and she's now legal counsel for Limestone. Lee Harris. We love and okay. adore. Hi, Lee. How you doing? How are you all? Good. Good. Good to see you. Good. You My, too. my son, Greg, who does our marketing photography and so much more, and so much more these days includes these spectacular videos that he's producing. So good to see you there, buddy. Howdy. And you can reach me anytime on my cell phone, uh, and I answer. I try to answer day and night. You test me. Try me. When I'm not on the air, try me. Three seven six five four eight three. especially if you're thinking about selling a home this year. We've got really good news coming up in this, this report and just a little later on. If you want to see a rebroadcast of this show, Go to LouisvilleAnswers.com again. That's www.LouisvilleAnswers.com, and you can see how Randy Rocky multitasks as he is working and <laughs> he's talking to us. So that's how it. How how? Quite frankly, he's he's all over it. So all right, here we go. Uh, first up, still uh, this is kind of good news for anybody who is, uh, owns a home or is thinking about uh, buying a. If uh, you are thinking about renting, don't. Owning a middle-priced home, medium-priced home, is more affordable than renting a three-bedroom property. In fact, 63% of the 915 U.S. counties analyzed for the report show that owning is better than renting. And, quite frankly, it does something else for you. It improves improves the equity of your family, so you're building equity. We will tell you. You're just throwing your money away and you're putting it in the pocket of somebody else who owns the property that you're renting from. The uh, new numbers out for the end of December of 2020 show an incredible increase. Just FYI, everybody. In 2019, there were 1,305 homes sold in December. In 2020, which was supposed to be a slow month, December, 1,583 homes. So that's an increase and great percentage just showing that the market continues to outperform.
0: And what what's interesting about that is is, is yeah. they must be churning beyond belief because aren't there only about eighteen hundred less homes on the market? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, the, that's so the big there, issue. Even even going yeah, back to the like one, you know, one ratio.
2: Right. Bob's talking about, you know, renting is not the way to go, but that's the thing people have to rent right now because there's just nothing out there for them to buy because there's no inventory.
1: Temporarily renting.
2: Temporarily.
1: I will tell you this past week I was over at the New Digs for Lee Harris and Limestone. Beautiful. How busy is the market? <laughs> Limestone had to expand again. How many conference rooms do you have going for closing now? Is it four and a possible fifth?
3: Yes, exactly.
1: Yes. Which tells you a lot about how busy
3: yeah. closing. And and, and, it, and it's and it's packed twenty-four-seven, so that's good.
1: Yeah, and you're and you're moving through nicely and it's a nice building and the yeah. I know Greg knows the person who designed the
2: ah, set the stage our set lovely stage. friends over there Karista Hannah she is yep. phenomenal little plug there they're, they're great they yeah. they do a lot of work around town and um, you can see some of their work on some of the stuff we do check out our all of our websites you'll, you'll find yes them.
3: and if you like horses we got the Keeneland room and the Ooh. Saratoga room and the Churchill room you know nice. you'll feel like you're at the track.
1: Not to forget the cookies that you serve, which are... Right, and uh, the
3: cookie room. Of course.
1: Of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I will tell you, I was the first one, I think it was the Churchill Room, to drop crumbs on the floor in the Churchill Room, <laughs> just so you know, it was true. Coming up a little later on today's show, 11 chores you've been doing all wrong. We'll give you a rundown on that. And if you'd like to see what people are saying about us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. Or if you like to read about it, go to louisvillezillow.com where we've got our reviews, quite frankly. Should you wait is the question that a lot of people might be asking, whether you own a home and thinking about selling or if you're thinking about getting rid of your rental and, and buy. Well, should you wait for lower mortgage rates is the question. Huh. The answer is don't because they've hit record lows. Now, here's some information, Lee, for you. Randy already knows this. Greg and I pretty much know this. Historically, low mortgage rates, and don't hesitate to jump in here, anybody. Historically, mortgage rates are a motivator for buyers. In 2020 alone, rates hit new record lows 16 times, and the trend continued into the early part of this year, it popped up i think randy last week did i read that in the trades uh, a brief
0: pop uh, it moves it moves a little bit but it, you know it's coming down again so they're kind of they're kind of staying stable and and that's what uh people are predicting in 2021 might jump a little but should stay pretty stable
1: as vaccines become more widely available and a return to normal starts to come into view we're going to see mortgage rates bounce off those record lows. Am I correct about that, sir? You would assume so, right? Yes. I mean, that's just yeah, going it, back to I, where. I, I, right. So you want to think about getting in tune with a real estate agent or team that could set you up on a search if you're thinking about selling or thinking about buying your first home. You want to be able to get out there quickly and work with the, a group that has a proven track record that's
2: it's I'm certainly going. it's all situational i mean i always tell people it's the psychological aspect rates are gonna they're gonna hover i mean before covid they were in the you know low fours high threes covid they're down very low threes high twos in some places but but again if you need to move you need to move if the low rates entice you to move now's a good time to move so You know, let it fit your psychology. Don't sit there and go back and forth on it. Now is a great time to make a move. Money is cheap. We know it. Will it go back up? Well, as COVID, like Bob said, as COVID subsides, that's what will happen. So, you know, it's a good time.
1: As mortgage rates rise even a little bit, people are going to be jumping off the fence, buying whatever they can as fast as they can. So just note, if you're thinking about selling now more than ever, it's the time to put the, the thought into process and get moving forward. Lee Harris, you know we're taking emails instead of phone calls because we're limited on technology when we use Zoom. So I've got a couple of emails. One of them is directed towards you. Okay. Uh, and Jonathan is asking, why should I have to pay for mortgage title insurance and owner's title insurance? Aren't they the same? Do, do Does Jonathan and his family really need to buy owner's title insurance could you give us an explanation on the yes
3: that's a very good question Jonathan and we get that question a lot uh the mortgage title insurance is going to be required by your lender that protects only your lender if there was ever a case of a title issue um, and it somehow affected their their lien on your property that would protect them only Um, owner's title is what you get. And it's a, it's a one-time fee. It's very reasonable. Um, and if you ever had an issue come up, uh, regarding title, um, that policy would cover you and your family so that you would not be out of pocket any money if somehow, you know, let's say someone claimed title, you know, some heir came back that said, no, no, I was supposed to inherit this property or, or you know, some issue came up uh, in, in five years from now or what, what however long it is that you own the property and it would cover you. They would cover, you know, your defense costs and your expenses and, and any, any out-of-pocket expenses. So uh, that's the difference. One covers the lender and one covers the owner and their family.
1: I will tell you when I bought one of my homes, um, probably back in 1999, I did not get mortgage title insurance for, uh, oh, I'm sorry, owner's title insurance. I had to get a mortgage. Um, and I wasn't in real estate at the time, but then I went through real estate school in um, 2004. Realize the need, and I refined, and then I got owner's title insurance in addition to the mortgage title insurance. So I got to tell you, you'll sleep better at night knowing there's nothing that's going to come back and bite you down the road. Um, Lee, there's a grace period if the buyer thinks, maybe I'll get it, maybe I won't. They've got how many days before they either need to lock in or things will have to go back to repaying for the home.
3: Yeah, typically it's 30 days, but, you know, if you, you know, we have a really good relationship with our our, uh, our people. So, you know, if you if you go home and you change your mind, contact us and we'll work with our people, to you know, to get you in after you're closing for that same price.
1: Just another reason to use limestone. All right, moving on, folks. Something new trend, and Greg, this gives you even more importance in this whole picture of doing our marketing. We have 3D tours. Greg's up the ante for 2021 in videos, as well as these high-end pictures. There's a new trend, and it's buying a home sight unseen. Mm. Randy, Randy, what do you think? Would you be, or Lee, would you be one to just, if you're going to move to another city or buy a vacation home, not see it in person and just buy it based on the pictures. Uh,
0: I, say never, I, say uh, I say never say never. I'd say never say never very often anymore. never never <laughs> yeah. not gonna happen all right then and that, yeah. and Lee, how about you?
3: i I would not do that. I just received a call. I receive a lot of calls. that's yeah. what I do um, you know, from buyers and sellers and their agents, and i I received a call about that issue probably about a week ago, um, you know, where the people are coming from California or whatnot, and, and they just want their agent to go to the homes and then send them the videos and the pictures, and they picked one. And, of course, she said, do I need some kind of hold harmless agreement or something? I said, oh, yes, uh, yes, you do, because, you know, I mean, the, the pictures could look great, and they could get there, and it's, you know, maybe, maybe not as is as fantastic as they thought. So yeah, I personally wouldn't do it. And if I were an agent and, and you, and you wanted to go ahead and do it, I would definitely get a whole harmless agreement from your client.
2: The, um, the, the background behind why it's a trend now is just because there is become more of a thing to make sure you have better marketing and photography, more agents are catching on, you know, Bob, you know, not again, not to toot his horn, but we've been doing this for so long and been doing video tours. We were comparing stuff from the stuff I'm doing now from the stuff he was doing almost 13 years ago now. Um, and people were just having a new way to see a home. We would always advise the seller, not the best thing to do, but some people might want to do it, get your whole harmless agreement, get get an illegal attorney. Um, but the trend will continue to grow as more technology, 3D tours and things like that are coming out on the market.
1: Well, obviously, COVID has forced a lot of people to uh, go to a tour or video before they go see the home. That's uh, uh, important. But the other thing is, because the homes are so few and far between, and we're down in the 1500s in terms of homes on the market this past week, anything that comes on the market simply goes off the market quickly. And if someone's in another city, then all of a sudden they're going to have to uh, just take a leap of faith. Now, let me just tell you what you can do. And I will also tell you that about 10 years ago, I listed a house that uh, had been purchased Be a sight unseen, and it did not go very well for the for the buyer. They bought this house. They didn't realize the area that they were living going to be living in, and it wasn't the best. So, you got to be careful. First of all, you want to go to a place like Zillow, look at reviews. That's why we say go to LouisvilleZillow.com, and that's a redirect to our Zillow reviews. So, don't hire the first real estate agent that you come across second don't skip a virtual or video tour because that's really important but i ask the agent that you'll be working with if they would take pictures of the outside area so point the camera in all directions in front to make sure you're not across the street from a convenience store which has happened um lee lee you pointed out for agents to sign a hold harmless in case the buyer buys, uh, but and not having gotten in person, and the they don't like what the agent picked out for them. But one of the things that both agents and buyers should do is research the neighborhood and surrounding areas that you are buying in, and you can do that with the websites these days. Google Earth gives you a good, clear shot of what's around. That correct?
3: Yes, I think absolutely. With with the Google and technology and everything. I mean, you can find out about everything, the schools, the crime rates, the, you know, where the parks are, you know, you can find out a lot that way and make sure you're in an area, you know, if you're going sight unseen, make sure you're at least in an area that you would find desirable when you get there.
1: Also not vetting a high quality home inspector. That's somebody who does uh, pictures and uh, also types up their reports. Most important. Uh, Don't forget additional inspections when you're buying from afar in terms of radon, if that's something that's needed in the area that you're buying. Also, think about a sewer inspection. Some areas of the country require that. And if you're thinking about waiving contingencies, it might be because it's so difficult to find a house here or in another section. My brother, Corey, bought, I think you may have heard, folks, a house in Naples And within a matter of a couple of days, seven homes went on the market and sold in the neighborhood that he was buying. And one more thing, don't expect the process to go as planned. I would say there are always hiccups. Randy, Lee, Greg, you want to comment on the hiccups that we find?
3: There could be something in the title work. You know, there could be some lien that may or may not be related to the property. You know, it could be someone with the same name or something Mm -hmm. like that. But you know, you still have to clear that lien to make sure that it's not going to be attached to the property, which could take extra time. That's one thing. Um, you know, sometimes we have people who are trustees or executors or representing a corporation, but they're but they they're not aware that they have to do those things. You know, through either a court probate process or through. You know uh, having a trust approved or having a corporate resolution and so you make it down to closing and and there may be a delay because you know those those steps have to be taken so those are the two that come to mind
1: on randy's side brandy you're seeing delays all the time correct
0: because of information uh, getting late to the yes and uh information late or appraisals and, and it's not really all the time bob r- r- sincerely uh overall Our clients are very responsive, and and our real estate agents, like your team, is very responsive on things we need. But, you know, we we do get in situations where, man, it's almost like uh, there's no luck at all in this file. That happens every once in a while. But overall, sincerely, though, um, uh, most closings go pretty smooth. Yeah, but there are delays.
1: And not with Swan. I'm not pointing a finger there, but I'm just saying – if uh, underwriters find things that they need to have verified, that just slows the process down.
0: Yes, so, look, it does. Those are,
1: those are some of the things you need to watch out for when buying in a home from afar. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about things that you're doing wrong in the uh, <laughs> in the kitchen and elsewhere. With us, Randy Rocky Swan Financial six four five zero seven three six. Also, Lee Harris, legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow, 649-7964. My son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And you can reach me. We're looking for homes to list and sell because we're doing that on a regular basis. 376-5483. And Bob Sokova at 376-5483. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply.
2: In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today.
0: Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville?
1: Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it.
0: I'm so happy to hear that.
1: With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now.
0: Get the best advice from my friend Bob Socoler. Go to weSellLouisville.com. Be safe and smart.
1: News Radio 840 WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you to the top of the hour. Bob Sokoler here. You can reach me anytime at 376-5483. You can see Barbara Corcoran on Shark Tank on a regular basis. She's my mentor and friend and does a lot of work with us we appreciate her friendship also here lee harris legal counsel limestone title and escrow at 649-7964 and that is her direct sell believe it or not and randy rocky over at swan financial who also gives out his own cell at 6450736 and son greg who does our marketing photography and so much more all right 11 chores you're doing all wrong First of all, how much laundry detergent, detergent do you all put in the washing machine? Quickly whatever now. The,
2: whatever, the, yeah, whatever the thing says. It gives me a limit.
1: I've never done laundry in my life. <laughs> I knew that was going. <laughs> and, that that and, and that's <laughs> not a joke. That's when, <laughs> when doing laundry, many people fill the cap to the brim with detergent. As it turns out, though, there's merit to following the directions on the packaging. Using too much soap makes the clothes feel greasy. And the suds can trap excess bacteria in the creases of the fabric. So yeah, I got that
2: sensitive skin. We know I know better. I got it. I do it to the T free and clear. No, <laughs> no crazy dyes. I'm very particular.
1: Good. Ignoring your ceiling fan. Most people neglect to clean the ceiling fan until they notice a small amount of dust <sighs> going on the top of each blade instead of using your regular feather duster to get the job done. By the way, you can get a, one of these dusters from Home Depot or Lowe's uh, or another big box store. Uh, I'm
2: that, I'm that guy too. When I go into a house and yeah. somebody's, I'm doing pictures and the fans are on, I have to turn them off. They've never turned their fans off. They're always on. And then they turn them off and I'm right in front of them and I'm putting my hand up to stop and they see the dust that I have to put my fingers in. And they're like, Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, clean so that. Brandy, the next time you clean a fan. Yeah. Think about this. This is actually a really good tip. Use a, an old pillowcase. So put the pillowcase around the fan blade and just pull it out with the... Mm. It so you're not dropping it on your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Unless the fan is 15 feet off the ground. Yeah. So that works. Thank you for the tip. I knew you'd appreciate <laughs> that. And you don't get it all great,
0: over your bed. It's a great He's, tip. Absolutely. That's the reason
1: he doesn't do laundry. He's
3: always cleaning his ceiling
0: fan. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Also, so when we when we got a chicken, we most of us go ahead and wash that chicken. Am I correct about that, folks? You
2: should always wash your chickens.
1: Oh, absolutely. When <laughs> cooking a yeah. chicken dinner, your parents probably, like or Randy or Lee said wash the bird to kill off bacteria. Nowadays, experts warn against this outdated practice since holding a chicken under running water may cause harmful microbes to splash on towels yeah. as well as countertops and other kitchen surfaces.
2: Cross-contamination, that's what I would have figured, yeah. Minimize the should,
1: risk. You, you, yes. could, you still gotta,
2: I mean, listen, you don't know where that chicken's come from. It's not that You just clean it off, make you feel, put it, you know.
0: Well, you just play. don't let it splash. I mean, right. sincerely, I did a lot of grilling, so you just, you put it under the water, and even though you are going to kill it with the temperature gauge going up on the grill, hopefully, but you just don't let it splash all over everywhere. No, nah, but my wife
2: will tell you I'm nah, very particular when the, I've had food poisoning from chicken multiple times because you don't cook that bad boy right. Uh, yes, you Be are careful. correct. So I'm I'm always falling behind the kitchen. Like, okay, let's disinfect right after we put the chicken here, even though there's no. I just want to mm-hmm. make sure.
1: Minimize the yes. risk of salmonella, according and to there this. you go. By taking the poultry directly from the packaging to the pan. I'm just reading from the... yeah
2: yeah No, no. But listen, we agree, but we also uh, think you got to be right. careful and try to
1: wash it. Also putting knives in the dishwasher. Lee, do you put knives in there? I do. Yep. They're extremely convenient as an appliance to use when you put the, the, the knives in the dishwasher. But running your kn- knives through a dishwasher dulls the blades over time, which can make them more dangerous to use. So carefully.
2: See, that's, I was going to ask if it was steak knives. So, like our steak knives, I make sure to do it by hand, but all the butter knives and other stuff, they say the side. same thing. Yeah. Oh, it, what do I care if it's the, they're going to dull the butter all knife, right. right?
1: All right. Got it. <laughs> How about when was the last time, Randy or Lee or Greg, you used the self cleaning feature on your oven? <laughs> yep.
3: I the fifth.
1: Yeah. I don't use the oven. <laughs> so, Although many homeowners swear by their oven self-cleaning mode to eliminate caked on food particles, the setting can harm your appliances and compromise your home's air quality. Keep the oven uh, oven clean by pouring salt over spills as they happen. At hot temperatures, the salt turns food residue into ash, which can be wiped away with a towel once the oven cools. I thought that's a pretty good tip.
3: That is a good one,
1: Drying towels with fabric softener, which makes towels feel incredibly soft, but it can also reduce the absorbency of the mm. fabric and trap unpleasant mildew smells yeah. to increase the lifespan of your towels. Skip the softener on laundry day and opt for detergent only.
2: So here's a great, here's a great thing. So my yep. wife, just Casey just did uh, this new th- It's new trend. It's on Instagram. If you got, uh, young women, children, people who do laundry that age, uh, there's this new Instagram thing called stripping, and they put, and our, our grandparents would be laughing at us. They're, they take the clothes or the towels and it's supposed to make them like brand new, and they put them in the bathtub with Tide or whatever, and they let them sit and soak. And it's basically just, you get to see it instead of it happening in your water, but it's, oh. it is a trend. And I'm like, if your grandmother could see what you're doing, she's like, this, this is just a manual washing machine. You just get to watch it, and it's more fun. So it's a fad now. But anyway, I Degra.
1: All right, we're wrapping up here. Washing hardwood with water. So I always would use water, right? But yep. I, I would ask Randy. Like wood, what
2: do you floor, wood floors or like... Yeah, is that hardwood floors, okay.
1: yeah.
0: I was going to say, Randy probably never washed a floor. No, um no. I don't. I, I don't. I, know. With, I, I just never have. I'm sorry. Well, I'm Tracy... Just, in college, I'd had somebody come in and clean it. Tracy would <laughs> I mean, say, your wife,
1: him. Resist <laughs> the urge to wash them with soap and water... Which may warp and damage the wood, and opt for wood cleaning Mm -hmm. uh, products instead. I guess there's a bunch of uh, stuff out there. Work the product into your floor, uh, slightly damp rag, mop to polish, shine, and deep clean. Unless you got my type of dogs, which just bring in mud all the time. Um, Handling mop cleaners on their paws. Yeah, that's true. Uh, cast iron cookware requires cleaning. Does do any, does it either? Oh, any love my cast iron.
2: You gotta, yeah. you gotta, we, we clean it. You don't, you scrub it, you clean it. And then if we have any stuff that's burnt on, you boil it off. And then when you, to dry it, you let it sit on the stove and you put a little bit of oil on there to, to uh, season it and get it nice. It's a beautiful yeah. pan.
1: Never use soap or water. And finally, ignoring your garbage disposal. they are true heroes of the kitchen yet often go unnoticed when you're running, through your cleaning routine. So to freshen up your disposal, put a few ice cubes or citrus peels in the drain, turn on the disposal. This trick will clear out any old gunk and eliminate unpleasant smells. So yeah. I guess it would be a combination of uh lemon and uh and ice cubes.
3: I put lemon in mine.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you? And it works? Yes, yeah, it
3: does.
1: So we're out of time. I know you know we we'd like to talk about real estate, things that are pertinent, but at the same time at you know it's always an interesting read when we get some unusual tips on how to handle household chores and the like so i want to thank our friends randy rocky swan financial six four five zero seven three six randy thanks for being here buddy it went fast thank you bob you can reach lee harris over at legal counsel limestone title and escrow at six four nine seven nine six four and then you can reach my son Greg through me, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And we're, we're looking for homes to list and sell. We'd love to talk to you anytime, uh, day or night, weekends as well. 376-5483 is my direct number. All right, folks. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.